It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. I don't know anything else about about the Orlando Magic other than they beat the New York Knicks on Wednesday and their social media team keeps winning or just everything they do on social media, whether it's Cole Anthony continuing to ratio Knicks fans or whatever. It's It's been a good couple days for the Orlando Magic. Uh, Friday will bring some cold reality, perhaps. This weekend will bring some cold reality, perhaps. But uh, we're still going to revel in the win, clean up some notes from Wednesday's big victory today on Locked On Magic. Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is November 19th, 2021. My name is Phil Frostreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Lockdown Magic, we're going to talk about Jalen Suggs' big game Wednesday, why it was such a big deal that he stepped up on such a big stage and, and what it could mean moving forward for the rookie. We'll also chat a little bit about how the Magic's defense in the first half was a big reason why the Magic won that game and showed the kind of growth that this team is looking for. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we do want to thank you for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every single day whether we're your first listen of the day, whether we're your at-work listen, your break listen, your lunch listen, your workout listen, we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every single day. Locked On Magic is available on all platforms as well as streaming on YouTube. You can find us wherever you download podcasts. Today's podcast also brought to you by McDonald's. Proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's it's an unofficial community center. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. Um, If you did not get the chance uh, on yesterday's episode of Locked On Magic, we were joined by Gavin Shaw of Locked On Knicks. We talked all things Magic and Knicks uh, in, uh, in the hours after that game ended. After that game ended, it was a great conversation. So definitely go back and check it out uh, in the archives. But um, it, it was also a really, uh, but but you know, obviously we were talking kind of on a broader scale with both the with both the the Magic and the Knicks. So there's a lot that we didn't get to clean up, and a lot that maybe we didn't get to press um, really hard into and really talk about um, that we would that we that we would have otherwise done so in post game. So I want to make sure we we get to some of these points. Um, as we move into the weekend. And obviously the first big point is Jalen Suggs. Um, we've been waiting for kind of the Jalen Suggs breakthrough game. Breakthrough game. Um, I felt that it was very, very close, that that he was right there. And it was really just about being confident and staying with it. And, and really that's kind of the story here. Um, Suggs has said it. Wendell Carter said it. Jamal Mosley said it. Everyone has been working to keep 
this kid confident, keep this kid, kind of keep his head in the game, keep, you know, kind of keep telling him, hey, you're doing all the right things. Stay with it. And the results will come. It's, it's very much, you know, like we talked about earlier this week, very much a process over results. Keep doing the right things and the results will come. It's it's really, really simple sometimes. Uh, and that's that's what we saw. Uh, that's what we saw on on Wednesday night. Um, you know, J- Jalen Suggs even said it sort of after the game. Um, you know, with the with the Moritz Wagner thing. But you know, Suggs has said repeatedly, "Hey, like this franchise has been in my corner." Um, he told the Athletic this. He's told the media this. The Athletic, the 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 team, the organization is in my corner. They have my back. They they they're telling me keep doing these things, and the results will follow. And you know, yeah. You know, maybe Mortz Wagner telling Jalen Suggs that he's a BAMF um, it, it pushed him a little bit over the top and pushed him over the edge. Uh, you know, sometimes you, those harsher words, I know some people have criticized him for cursing, but it's also accurately reporting what was said. Um, sometimes harsh words are exactly the kind of spur a person needs. So um, I, I do think it, uh, honestly, I think that story is endearing and heartwarming, um, but I, I think it's also poignant too. What Suggs did on Wednesday night, though, um, was we added, you already knew that he was really solid defensively. Um, and, and his defense has been far ahead of his offense. His defense has been incredible. Um, it, it's it's good, not just rookie good, it's good. Uh, and it was just about getting the offense to go with it, getting him to make some shots. And, and the moment that he kind of hit, you know, a pull-up three, a, a step-in three, the moment that he hit those shots, everything changed for him. Everything changed for him. And that's that's sort of what happened. He saw the ball go through the net a few times. All of a sudden, his play picked up, his confidence picked up, and he was making plays. Uh, he wasn't driving headlong into the rim, he, into the paint. He wasn't, you know, making these wild finishes. He wasn't, you know, struggling to get around the basket or finish around the basket. He was making plays and good plays at that. And that's... And that's really kind of the secret sauce here. Suggs has been waiting for a game where everything just clicked. And so why was Suggs, you know, put in essentially as a defensive substitution late in the game? Why was Suggs able to make those plays? You know, because A, he's a winning player. And I think that much is is still abundantly clear. Um, But he was able to make those plays because he had the confidence to make those plays. To shoot the threes that he shot to... Make that steal, which was a great read. And, and even watching on TV, you could see him making the read, and you were like, oh, oh. And then, to, again, so I had the audacity to throw that alley-oop to Wendell Carter. It's the right play. I'm not, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Absolute right play, especially after what happened in game five of the, the playoffs. Um, and, and, and the team delivered. Suggs was a huge part of the Magic getting that win on Wednesday night. But more importantly... It was a sign of what he can be. Um, you know, we've been looking and, and hoping for these hints of who this team can be, of what this team will ultimately become, what Suggs will ultimately become. And I've said that his struggles are not abnormal. You can go back, I think it was last Friday on the pod, we talked about how Suggs' struggles are not abnormal. Other rookies right now are struggling in the same way that Jalen Suggs is struggling, the higher usage rookies like Cade and Jalen Green. Um, other rookies of his Talent of his caliber. Donovan Mitchell struggled in this way. Um, Brandon Roy had similar struggles to the way Jalen Suggs has played. 
it's not abnormal to see a, a rookie struggle this much. What, what is a little, maybe a little concerning is that he hasn't had a breakthrough game. Um, but here it is. It wasn't maybe the 20, 25 point breakthrough game that we were hoping for uh, or that we think he might be capable of on a regular basis, but it was a solid outing of him making plays, making winning plays and contributing to a big win. That's what we need to see from Jalen Suggs right now. And by my money, this was the most complete game that he has played. The defense, the shooting, the scoring, the passing, it was all there. And again, Suggs still has to get better finishing at the rim, but again, rookies are bad at everything. <laughs> expecting expecting good things from rookies is tough. Again, that's why we were all falling in love with Franz Wagner. He is doing good things. That's why we're still in love with Jalen Suggs. Because Jalen Suggs, despite the poor shooting, is still doing really good things. Now it's just about doing it again and again and again and again and again and again. Wednesday's performance, Wednesday's game was really encouraging for Jalen Suggs. He not only stepped up on a big stage against a good team like the Knicks, but he did it in a win. And it was a big factor in the win itself. And that's all you can ask for. We'll, of course, see what Jalen Suggs has in store for us tonight against the Brooklyn Nets. We'll talk about that game. Let's talk a little bit about how the Magic got back to their defense in Wednesday's win coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Prize Picks. All right, NBA fanatics, if you haven't heard about Prize Picks, Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy, and, and I know you're going to love it. Prize Picks has the best NBA daily fantasy sports prop game on the market. Prize Picks offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes each game. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown, plus points, assists, rebounds, pretty much anything. All of you guys that deposit and use our promo code will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Just be sure to use the promo code NBA. That's a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 for new users. Um, just use the promo code NBA. Here's how the game works. You pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections. So let's say tonight you want to go over 25 points from Kevin Durant or over 20 points from Cole Anthony or over five assists from Jalen Suggs. All those are available, and it's just you versus projected numbers. No dealing with professional fantasy sports players who know what they're doing. Enter a million million uh, entries to make sure that they win the big prize. Prize Picks also allows mixed sports entries, so you can take the over on LeBron combined with the under on Mahomes in the same entry. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's really that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals too. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com and use promo code NBA to get your deposit bonus or go to your App Store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in LA, and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former sports center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. 
Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. We want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, whether you're watching us live on YouTube, whether you're um, listening to us uh, on the podcast, on break, on lunch, wherever. We truly make, we truly want to thank you for making Locked On part of your day every single day. Remember the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Well, what's really impressed, there, there are a lot of really impressive things uh, about the win over the New York Knicks. And, and honestly, like, I know the Magic only have four wins, so it's 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 not a lot to choose from. Wednesday's win was the most complete game the Magic have played all season. Um, they they played, they not only played really well, they did a lot of things that they have struggled to do all season. And again, the season's about building hope, building confidence, building a way to play. The Magic built that way to play and did a lot of, again, a lot of really good things to get that win. They earned that win. They deserved that win. They were in the game the entire time. Um, you know, like I said, though, it's the NBA. Everyone has good nights. Everyone has bad nights. And what the NBA regular season is really about is what you can do in between. Can you consistently do the things that you need to do to win games? Um, and, and that's, again, why Wednesday's game was encouraging because we saw the team, you know, after struggling to struggling with, with one thing in particular – um, throughout much of the last few weeks, really put everything together. And now they know they can do it, and now we have to see if they can do it again. To me, as impressive as the Magic's closing kick was and the fourth quarter was in general, um, to me, the real important part of the game came in the first quarter. Um, the Magic were struggling to shoot. Um, and, and we've seen that, of course, throughout the year. The Magic have one of the worst offenses in the league right now. The Magic were struggling to get the ball in the basket. Um, and... and Throughout the last, and while I think this team has generally competed really well and, and they've they fought hard, they're human just like anyone else. And when the ball doesn't go in the basket, shoulders slump, heads go down, defensive attention to detail goes away. We've seen it time and time and time again this year when the Magic will go through a little bit of a drought and then all of a sudden the defense loses its focus and intensity and what's a manageable deficit becomes 12-15. And while the Magic have generally, there are definitely exceptions, generally have been able to kind of keep the deficit at that 12 to 15 mark, they're climbing too far uphill and, and they just they just can't get themselves back in the game. The loss to Atlanta, defense never really showed up. The loss to Washington, that nine-minute stretch where the Magic couldn't hit a shot, defense let go of the rope a little bit, um, put, them de- put them in a deficit. Uh, you know, again, same thing kind of happened when Kyle Kuzma went on his little run. Uh the Magic have had this issue where their defense, you know, their defense is dictated by their offense. And so what to me was, again, Jalen Suggs was really encouraging. There's so many elements of Wednesday's game that were so encouraging. To me, what was really encouraging was the Magic never let the Knicks rest or never let the Knicks kind of zoom ahead of them. Knicks got it to, I think, seven or eight points in the first quarter. The Magic were struggling to shoot. 
And throughout much of the last few weeks, that would have been a recipe for a 15-point deficit. That would have been the recipe for, yeah, th- this game's not over, but the Magic are not probably going to get back. Um, you know, again, Or they need something crazy to happen to get back, which, again, this team's done some crazy things already this season. Uh, instead, what happened was the Magic got down and defended. You know, sat and defended, as Jamal Mosley likes to say. Um, when I went through the play-by-play, I was astonished to find this out. The Magic got 11 stops in a row, including like four or five turnovers. Some of them unforced. Not going to lie, Knicks made a lot of dumb mistakes in that game. But the Magic got 11 stops in a row. And even though the Magic weren't scoring themselves, doing that kept them in the game. Doing that gave them some energy to get back into the game, to start hitting shots, to start feeling kind of that flow and rhythm. They were able to make the game ugly. And ugly is fine. As Chuck Daly once said, there's no such thing as an ugly win. They were able to kind of get in and sink their teeth defensively. And that's been a huge message for Jamal Mosley all season long. This team has to get down and defend. They have to sit down and defend if they want to be successful. And obviously, this group hasn't always done that. The defense has been really inconsistent. Um, I think there have been really good defensive moments. I, I think this team's defense is a lot better than their numbers, but their numbers also aren't lying. This has this team's had some bad defensive moments um, and has struggled to keep defensive consistency. When they're locked in, when they're trying, when they're really focused in defensively, they are very good. The keeping that focus for a full forty-eight minutes through every different lineup iteration has been much more difficult. That's not what happened Wednesday. Wednesday, the Magic were pretty consistent defensively, minus the start of the fourth quarter when Alec Burks hit those four threes um, and the Magic really struggled to adjust defensively. Um, Orlando was really good defensively. Um, I think there was, I think their defensive rating was 98. Kept kept the Knicks under a point per 100 possessions. Really, really good stuff. It was their best defensive effort of the season, in my opinion. Um, and the Magic did a good job mixing in some zone there, but to me, it was that learning process. Again, we're looking for learning moments. The Magic have this trend of letting go of the rope defensively when uh, when they when their shots struggle struggles to fall. Orlando held on to the rope this time. They defended. They used that defense to feed their offense, to make their offense better, to to get that get to generate those points and generate those opportunities. That's learning. That's the growth process. That is. What the Magic want to see is to take something that that they struggled with in one game, an area where they've had some inconsistency, and put all the pieces together. Again, this is why Wednesday's win was so exciting and encouraging. Because all of these little elements that the Magic have struggled with over the last few weeks, you know, Jay, you know, again, even Jalen Suggs struggling as a player, all seem to come together to show us what this team can be and who this team is. Um, you know, Jamal Mosley's often said that this team is resilient. Um, and, and, you know, again, I think there's something to that. This team fights and plays hard, you know, except for a few instances and a very, very few. The Magic, I think, have fought to the end. Even in blowouts, I think they've played hard. I think they've, they've tried to compete. You know, they're, they're trying to scratch and claw for what they can get. Young teams struggle defensively. Young teams struggle to understand how important defense is. They, they say all the right things. They say, you know, defense is something we can control. But actually doing it, um, and again, doing it and understanding process over results, a lot easier said than done. 
a lot easier said than done, especially uh, especially for some of these younger teams. Um, but Orlando did it on Wednesday. They've shown now that they can do it. And like I said, the regular season is about consistency. What can you do every single night? Orlando had a Orlando really used defense as their backbone, as their foundation in that win on Wednesday. And that's really, really exciting to see. And something that the Magic can continue to be hopeful about moving forward. We'll talk a little bit about the Magic's game against the Brooklyn Nets coming up tonight. You also play the Milwaukee Bucks on Saturday, a weird back-to-back. So this gonna be could be a could be a little bit of a rough weekend here for the Magic after Wednesday's win. So we're going to revel in that win for just a few minutes more and then move on to the next uh, next pair of games coming up. We'll talk about that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Built Bar. I love Thanksgiving. It's got all the food and treats and, and plenty of them every year. Time with family, all that. Um, but those desserts, yeah, those desserts can, can hit your diet pretty hard. It's, it's not usually the turkey that kills you. It's, it's, it's the stuffing, but it's also the desserts. So many good desserts. But that's what makes it a perfect time for Built Bars. Built Bar is your new holiday dessert. So feast on something delicious and feel good about it. You know, pies of any, t- any flavor and type have upwards of 300 calories. And that's honestly on the low end. Even just a small slice can really hit you hard with tons of sugar. But most Built Bars only have 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar and plenty of protein. So replace that coconut cream pie with a coconut built bar. Low calorie, low carb, low fat, high protein, covered in 100% real chocolate, so you're still like eating a candy bar. Built is great option for when you're hungry, and if Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, go for a built bar or two. They have new surprises coming all month. I've checked out some of the flavors. I think vanilla bean is back. I love that flavor. They've got these protein balls that they're that they're trotting out too that are really interesting to try. Um, so you can check out these limited time flavors arriving at built.com regularly. So check the site often. There's nothing like a built bar Black Friday. So mark your calendar. Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. So the Orlando Magic back on the road, finishing trying to get ready to finish up this road trip. They take on the Brooklyn Nets tonight at 7.30 p.m. They'll take on the Milwaukee Bucks on Saturday. Pretty brutal back-to-back. I remember when the schedule came out, I saw this back-to-back in particular, and I was just like, oof. You know, you can't see me if you're listening on the podcast, but I am shaking my head. My eyes are wide, and I am beside myself in, in frustration. Um, you know, I think this will be interesting because, again, you're looking for, like, points where – the Magic can show like legitimate growth, like really good side by side growth. Um, and this is a good moment for that. 
was sort of like how at the beginning of the season, the Magic played the Knicks at home. Next game, they played the Knicks on the road, and, and they looked really strong. Um, and they looked really good uh, in the, in that moment, uh, uh, you know, to, to, to learn from their losses against the Knicks and, and fight back. Um, the Spurs obviously didn't work out so well. This is an opportunity to show some growth. And I'm not saying the Magic have to win this game, but play a lot better. The Magic came out at gate loss to the Brooklyn Nets last week or a few weeks ago now, um, really saying they didn't compete the way they wanted to compete. They let go of the rope too much. Um, they, they abandoned the game plan. Uh, and they got beat down by a really good Nets team. Um, Kevin Durant obviously had an incredible game, and there's some nights that you just can't do anything with Kevin Durant. That was one of those nights. Um, but I, I think I think they they believe I think they understood that they didn't execute their game plan as well as they should have. Um, you know, I think they collapsed the the, the paint really hard on on James Harden and Kevin Durant. Uh, they made it hard. They they tried to to trap them and force them to kick out to the perimeter and and. They made. They not only did Harden and Durant make shots, but everyone on the perimeter made shots too. Um, it was, it was not a well executed game plan if it was a good game plan at all. Um, and so, I would expect the Magic to have a different plan or a different plan of attack uh, and a different focus when they come out in this game. Now, with Harden and Durant, that's not necessarily going to stop them. Um, that's that's why they're so good. Um, but this, but certainly. Certainly, the the Magic will have their work cut out for them to to stay to compete in this game and to give themselves a chance. But you know, anything could happen. Um, you know, this I think this team is better defensively than the numbers suggest. I think they're certainly better defensively than what they showed uh, in that game against the Nets. I believe in the last five games, that Nets game is the only game that uh, the opponent scored more than 110 points per 100 possession. So the Magic are doing again. 110 is not a great number. But the Magic are doing better things defensively. Um, again, they have a couple out, bad outliers. That Nets game was one, and I think Orlando will have to enter this game trying to prove that they are better defensively than they get, get than they're given credit for. Um, and again, I think you know Franz Wagner should be up for the challenge. He's had some really good defense games. I thought he played good defense in the loss of the Nets. Durant's just Durant, um, so I think Orlando will look to mix things up a little bit more, and I think Wagner will look to. Uh, um, look to um, uh, put, you know kind of enforce some things here. Um, we do have a we do have a question here in the chat, so I'll get to that before we close shop. Michael Mancini asks, "Hey Philip, I'm not sure if you're doing questions, but to me, I am. I'm always doing questions, so so just stay tuned to the end of the show. Um, but to me, it seems this team does better on the road than at home. Why is that? Um, so I agree. The Magic need to get home wins. Um, I do think that should be one of the goals for this season is to reestablish a home court advantage a little bit. Um, in a season where you're not going to win a lot of games, getting big wins in front of your home crowd sells tickets. It sells the, the fan base on on your project and what you're doing. Um, and so I do think home wins are really important this year. That win against the Jazz, huge win. Like you could feel the energy in the Amway Center. It was a huge win. Magic have to get more of those. Um, I think some of it right now, Michael, is two things. One, there's a huge disparity right now still between road and home games for the Magic. Um, I know the Magic just completed a five-game homestand, um, but this team has been on the road a lot. Um, so they've had good showings on the road, um, obviously, because they've played a few more road games. Um, the other thing is, I think some of it is bad timing. Um, the Magic were out of rhythm. Um, you know, they, they came home from that road trip, uh, and they just lost their rhythm. Uh, for whatever reason, they just they just didn't have it, and I and I think with the young team, you kind of go through waves where you know the, there's going to be a stretch of the Magic like four or five or four of six or four of seven or something like that, um, 
there's going to be a stretch coming up here. And I do think it'll come. I don't know if it'll happen in this, in this, this moment, but there'll be a stretch But the magic win some games and win a cluster of games. Um, fans don't go crazy when that happens. It's a good thing. Um, and, and I, and I think with young teams, you see these really good highs and then you see some really deep lows. Uh, and I do think, you know, unfortunately during that homestand, and I, I, I thought it was an important homestand too, during that homestand, the magic saw a really deep low. Um, and it was just something that they couldn't solve, couldn't solve and couldn't figure out. And, you know, the Knicks gave them a little bit of medicine. They figured it out. Um, and so, you know, hopefully next week when the magic are home against Charlotte and Chicago, um, they play a little bit better. They play with a little bit more gusto. They, they're able to, they're able to figure some of these things out and able to, to perform on the, on the home court. Um, I, I think we're still too early in the season, you know, to say that this team is good or bad at home or good or bad on the road. They've got three of their wins on the road. They got one win at home. So there, there is a little bit, little bit of that disparity. Two of those wins are at Madison Square Garden, which is a home away from home. Um, but there's a little bit of that disparity. Uh, but I am, I don't think, I don't think this, this, that, that, that it's significant yet. Um, again, we'll see. Um, the Magic don't really have another homestand for a while. They got those two games next week over Thanksgiving. Um, then they don't play consecutive home games until after Thanksgiving, if I'm, or until after Christmas, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so there are going to be a lot of road games. We're not going to learn a lot about what this team can do at home and what they what they can do at the Amway Center uh, for a little while longer, and that's just, unfortunately, the, the reality of the schedule. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts that you're tuning in, Himmel, Google, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at R underscore me, and, of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. Now that you're done listening to us, be sure to check out the Locked On Bets podcast. Get all the betting advice and news you need from Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insights from Lee Sterling. The Locked On Bets podcast available wherever you download podcasts. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic on Monday's episode. We'll recap the weekend games with the Brooklyn Nets and the Milwaukee Bucks. But until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Lockdown Magic, this has been Phil Frost Mike. We'll see you all again for another episode of Lockdown Magic. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Lockdown podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.